Appleburg, Switzerland. An unusual chill hung in the air. The night sky was almost completely clear, other than a sharp wedge of black cloud that cut through the center of the full moon like a spear. Nicolas Devereux lowered his gaze from the stars. The summit of the mountain cast a shadow over most of the grounds, leaving only the patch of grass closest to the sprawling house doused in milky moonlight. Nicola gripped the SIG P210, and for the hundredth time, wondered what the hell he had got himself into. They couldn't have been serious, could they? This was just another test. Jonas, the lanky ex-soldier who was lurking somewhere out here, had to be in on the joke. Like the way stage psychics put a plant in the audience to give credibility to their powers of clairvoyance. Nicola had taken Ocean to see one of those guys in Pigalle last year. The psychic put on a good show, but Nicola hadn't been fooled. No, this had to be a joke. They were hazing him, seeing how far he would go. So why did it feel so much like he was being hunted for real? He left the cover of a thick stand of azaleas, aiming to cut across an open stretch of grass to a set of stone steps that led up to one of the other levels. Platforms and staircases and statues and fountains. The place reminded Nicola of a video game more than a garden. He got the impression that it had been designed that way. He wondered if that had been at the instruction of the man who was his host tonight, the tall, salt-and-pepper-haired Swiss who pointedly did not introduce himself when they met, whose handshake was bone-crushingly firm, the man whose staff referred to him only as Le Patron, boss. Two or three paces from the staircase, Nicolas sensed movement in the corner of his eye. He moved instinctively, ducking and thrusting his body forwards as he heard the snap of a gunshot in the still air. The stone sculpture that had been behind his head a moment ago cracked, dust spraying out from the clean wedge that had just been blown out of it by the bullet. Not a joke. Not a game. This was for real. He heard Jonas's deep voice throw out a curse. There was real anger behind it. Maybe Nicola didn't want to hurt anybody, but it didn't sound as though his opponent shared that impulse. Nicola crouched behind the stone banister lining the staircase and peered between the supports. Jonas was still in the position from where he had fired. Nicola could see his shadow disturbing the line of the bushes. Suddenly there was a flash of light from the opposite end of the garden. Nicola turned to train his gun on the source of the light. A flashing array of spotlights. Music blared out. Brahms, he thought. Another distraction. The lights winked out and the music faded. Nicola turned and saw from the shadows that Jonas had not yet moved. Most likely, he had also been surprised by the light show. Jonas would have to break cover sooner or later. To approach Nicola's position, he would have to come straight across the open stretch of grass or circle around the bushes on the perimeter. Nicola thought the first approach was unlikely, but if he went around the bushes, Nicola would be able to track his movement. There were two places where the foliage thinned out, almost like windows in a green wall. All he would have to do would be to wait and time his shot just right. He risked taking his eyes from Jonas's position for a moment to size up the nearest gap, barely thirty metres, no wind. He could make the shot with his eyes closed. Wait, was he crazy? 
He had never met this man before the party earlier in the evening. He knew nothing of him, beyond a vague, instinctive dislike. Was he really going to shoot him? But Jonas had shot at him. He had shot to kill, too. A slightly more skilled marksman would have succeeded. Nicola looked around. There had to be a way out of here. The garden was large. Difficult to get a sense of its exact dimensions in the dark, with all of the foliage and the stonework. But from everything he had seen so far, there was no obvious way out. The mountain rose above them on one side. The different levels and extensions of the house towered and sprawled out on the opposite side. On the remaining sides were stone walls at least fifteen feet high. They were in a box. And if what the man who owned this land had said was true, only one of them was leaving the box. Nicola was brought back to the task in hand when he heard the whisper of soft rubber soles on grass.